we have drawn the comparison between early MTV and YouTube many times on this podcast. And this got me wondering how many of these YouTubers could have been actual rock stars during the golden era, the heyday of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. So on this week's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, we're going to tell you about 10 or so YouTubers who have what it takes to be real rock stars. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. and dads and boys and girls and children of every age. Welcome back to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, also known as, in certain circles, as Ludini. Oh, yeah. Yay! Yay! Uh, But yeah, uh, we're back as we do every week. We come together and we hang out and we talk about great music. And we have a good time doing it. Uh, RockRageRadio.com is one of the places you can hear us. We're all over all the uh, uh, the, the Spotify, YouTube's, uh, Apple Music, and all the all the different places where you can hear podcasts. But uh, we will give a special shout out to Rock Rage Radio. Uh, go to RockRageRadio.com and download that flipping app because you know why. Why? It's freaking awesome. That's why. And it's free. I was going to say, free. what's the other reason? It's free. Well, I mean, just because something's free doesn't mean it's good, right? That's true. I mean, Depends, like, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, you could catch COVID for free. Oh. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> that would suck. It's like no, not. No. But when music at, is free. At no so additional cost. Yeah, so if you like this kind of like, uh, you know, great uh, music program, they have it 24-7. Go to rockridgeradio.com, download the app, check it out. Wolfscustoms.online. Why am I telling you about that? Because that's the place to go and get amazing custom artwork and paintwork uh, done on your musical instruments. They do modifications and all kind of cool stuff, setups. So check them out. Wolfscustoms.online or just find them on social media. Lulombardimusic.com is my website. Check it out because you can get access to... Uh, our exclusive inner circle group on Facebook, and that allows you to hang out with us live on the podcast every week. Also, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com is another place you can find out more information. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. Uh, check it all out. Okay, guys, um, it is another week on the circus here, and um, mm-hmm. we've been uh, listening to YouTube, watching YouTube for uh, several years now, right? Yes. And there's a lot of great musicians on there and a lot who I go like, damn, like if we had normal music business, like we did 30, 40 years ago, some of these people would definitely oh yeah, made a splash. You mm-hmm. would definitely have heard there. You would definitely know who they were. Um, and we talked about this before when we talked about what happened to rock and roll. We have a sort of flattened out music uh, situation right now where there's like a lot of bands that are just kind of like at a kind of mid uh, level and the sort of uber giant bands are like all kind of like kind of in one they kind of have a, 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 a kind of um, an overall homogenized kind of thing going on with the production and everything so it's like you know they're, they're kind of the same in many ways um, and there's not many of them like there was 
30, 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. So the places now where bands are kind of making a splash is uh, are places like YouTube and Spotify. And if you don't have uh, great curators like Rock Rage Radio, like the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, like Hot Licks with Lily Six, um, different shows like that to like kind of guide you through, you could get absolutely lost. So that's what we're here to do. And speaking of that, we do, uh, we need to introduce the team. We have Lily V6 from Rock Rage. What's, What's up? up? What, when you, would you like to know what I did this weekend? Well, tell, well yeah, we'll Ooh. talk about this. What's okay. up, Pittsburgh Kevin? Ooh, hey, what's up? How you doing, Pittsburgh I'd like Kevin? to know what Lily did this weekend. <laughs> well, everybody wants to know what Lily did this weekend. But wow. in any case, real quick yes. before I finish my thought. So we, we're, we're going to like, we do a new and notable. Well, this whole podcast is going to be kind of like devoted to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, get your pens and paper out. Mm-hmm. Take, take copious <laughs> notes. We have uh, we do publish show notes with links to everything as well. So if you miss something, just sit back and relax. You can go um, <clears throat> check out our show notes, and uh, we have the links to all the stuff, so you can go check out the the musicians for yourself. And so Lily did some fun and exciting stuff. I did on Saturday. I was asked last minute to go to a show that I typically would not go to. It's not in my wheelhouse, but I was invited to go to Jimmy Buffett hmm. at Star Lake in uh, Burgettstown. And it was a blast. Like t- I've been not to- at Heinz Field, not at Heinz Field. <laughs> they have had it at PNC Park though before. Um, so typically, I have been to Buffett concerts before, and the parking lot is like the most fun part. They have like the wheels yeah. of fun where you show your boobs or you do a shot or what have you. There's like squirt gun alcohol everywhere. Everybody's like setting up tiki bars. There's pools out of like pickup trucks. This year it was a little more calm. I think hmm. the COVID people are still scared to come out and do those things. But they did have one wheel of fun where I was watching a woman hump the wheel. And she kept trying to turn it to the show your boobs thing. So I'm like, just show your boobs. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what you, know, you want to, obviously. Don't play by the rules. Just and show them. Yeah, just, just do it. Because you know you want to. Well, she was super scared to do it once it was time to do it. So, But it was funny to watch her hump the wheel. It was hysterical. I loved hump it. the wheel. Yeah. That should be a, a game show. Right? <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. Cool. <laughs> it's magical. Boobs are magical. <sighs> boobs are magical. Boobs. Everybody asked me what I what I got when I spun the wheel. No, I don't do those anymore. I always get show your boobs, and I don't uh-huh. do that. <laughs> Honky, exactly. <laughs> Honky wants to honk the boobs. Honky the booby, Honky the clown is in the house, and yeah, I do believe boy. that Bones Magoo. Bones, where you at? You here, brother? There he is. Uh, he's a little blue today. Well, Honky can leave because I don't even like him. Oh, come on, Honky. Honky loves come you. on, Honky, love you. I know we that's love the you problem. Long time. Speaking of, I told you guys I watched that House of a Thousand Corpses and that yeah. that yeah. weird clown guy. What's his name? He died. Uh, Sid Haig. Sid Haig. Oh, yeah, I've yes. met him. Super yes. cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Very quiet man. Yeah. Surprisingly. The quiet man. Like John Wayne. <laughs> Was he really quiet? Uh, I, um. John? I don't know. Hmm. I saw um, a couple of cool movies. I saw a new uh, new movie on Shudder mm-hmm. called She Will. Interesting. Or will she? Or will she? Mm. Um, it's um, Alice Krieg. Okay. And it's a Dario Argento mm. uh, film. If you can, some of you guys know who Dario Argento is, um, yes. Um, and it's in typical Argento fashion. It's very bizarre. <laughs> mm. It's very weird. Very crazy. Very uh, uh, very disturbing in places. Um. I was happy that for ninety percent of it, they didn't try to crowbar in any politics. You know, oh, that's like a go. thing yeah, now. Like yeah. every yeah, movie yeah. has every to show. have yeah. a message. You know what I mean? 
Dumb. And uh, but however, the the main character did have to blurt out something about the patriarchy in the middle of the movie. It was completely took you out of the thing, and I'm not sure what that was all about. However, for the most part, it was very good, very creepy, very weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, So you should definitely check it out. And then I saw a movie that came and went in 2020. Um, it came out in January. Not too much fanfare, but Kristen Stewart is in it. Yes. And um, it's called Underwater. Oh, yeah, and I saw you, that. Did you saw it? It's really good. And if you like movies like Deep Star Six yep. and Leviathan, mm-hmm. and what was the other one with... Um, with Ed Harris and um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Oh, and, what was that? Um, the, 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 water, Abyss. the Abyss. The Abyss. Yeah. So if you like those kind of movies, mm. like we haven't had one of those in a long time. And this is very good. Yeah. Really, they make great use of the budget. They do everything like in a way that like totally works. Um, it's very character driven. Yeah. Kristen was really good in it too. Yeah. I, for a moment, because you know, you have this mental stereotype of Kristen Stewart, and but I forgot it was her for a while. Yeah, she's very oh, well, she's, she's under, very good. She's in still it. understated in yeah. it. Like she's yeah. never been one of these people that does a lot of like, you know, wild emotion. But you know, it's just her style. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um but, but it it's works. uh yeah, I, I think it's uh yeah, it's it's cool. If you've never seen it, check mm-hmm. it out. It's got underwater. It's all yeah, it's yeah. on all the stuff. You can you guys can check it out. So and I binge watched that's the old series, but I binge watched the first season of Mr. Mercedes. You ever seen that? I've not I seen have that. Not. It's a Stephen King Stephen right. King yeah. did this trilogy trilogy of mm. novels that are not horror. They're like murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. And the first one is called Mr. Mercedes. Right. And um so I had read the novel like a couple of years ago and I really liked it and um, saw that it was on there. Well, it turns out that it's three seasons and each season is one of these books in that oh, series. Okay. So I don't want to watch the second season yet. So I started the right. novel. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to read, so gonna read not, that. It's not, one of then, his, it's, not one of his, okay. it's not one of his super long ones. Like right. The joke is that Stephen King writes by the pound. Um, <laughs> and this is not like that. This is this is uh, more, much more reasonable. So mm-hmm. my plan is to finish it, then watch the mo- watch the series, okay. and see kind of kind of compare. Uh, the the the, the the first season is slightly different, but they do hit. The, it's probably pretty mm-hmm. much the same, but there's a couple of circumstances and situations they turned around. Maybe thought would be better for TV or for the budget. Right. Like there's a scene that is supposed to take place like at a big rock concert or a big like. It's like a boy band concert uh-huh. that my little kids go to, and they changed what that was, and it made sense because you know it's a TV series produced by like uh, what AT and T TV or something like right, that. Right. So like they're not going to have the budget to like do a, have a know, big fill up yeah. a stadium somewhere and mm-hmm. have some you know the Backstreet Boys play or something exactly. like that. They can't you know. So it was pretty cool. Um, but that was pretty much my weekend. I did not go see anything. Um, I've been a little under the weather. I'm quite not feeling well. But we're getting there. So, um, well, let, real real quick, yeah. What was the Nick Cage movie you okay. suggested? I, I forget the name. Black of it. Phone. Is that no. what it is? No, that's no. all. No, that's not Nick Cage. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, Something about talents. Uh, the Incredible. Uh, what's it called? What guys? Help me out here. Nick Cage. Uh, I don't know. Nick Cage. It's not. It's his new thing. It's the incredible weight of talent. Um, the, inqui- yeah. the unbearable weight of incredible or of incredible talent. Oh, yes. 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 I wrote that down somewhere. So I did. I did see that. I rented that. Really liked it. Good suggestion, Lou. And then I had to go all the way back. And the unbearable watch. weight of massive talent. That, good. That's good. it. Yeah. Uh, like that so much. I had to go all the way back and watch Valley Girl today. Oh God, I hate that movie. I'm what? sorry. 
And no, it's, like such, it's such a brain-dead movie. No, I know. That's why I like it. I Nick it. Cage is in it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Hate him, too. So. And it was just wonderful to see his wide range of acting from... <laughs> I, I really <laughs> couldn't girl. get... Um, into that, I I tried it because Valley been Girl. A, I've been on a little bit of a Nick Cage kick. Uh huh. Pig was past, wonderful past few months, and yeah. I did try to watch Valley Girl, but I just I it, just I just it. couldn't quite get in. You weren't there. you like weren't the, drinking quite enough. I like the soundtrack, but the movie just I can't oh, get through it. I just cannot get through it for what some reason. What the one by him? I like the one with him and Laura Dern. Um, Wild at Heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's anyway, so better. let's go ahead and get into this. Let's uh, do it. Does everybody here know you know what YouTube is? <sighs> Never heard of you. Heard of it? Everybody knows. Yeah, get <laughs> off get off the MySpace and go take to... a look at YouTube. <clears throat> yeah, it uh, came out in the early two thousands and mm-hmm. then um, sold out to uh, Google. Yes. Now it's a Google subsidiary. Uh, subsidiary. 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 It's a branch. Okay. It's a branch of Google. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. <laughs> Brand Google branching out. So, Lily V6, let's go ahead and always start with you well, as we do. We are going to start with me. However, I'm prefacing this with I don't actually ever watch YouTube <laughs> to find new music. So I had a little no. bit of difficulty with this topic this okay. week. Um, so I don't even know if my picks are good and I don't really care. That's so. I'm sure they <laughs> are. Did you like them? Yeah. Okay, there you, there go. you are. So, so Anthony Vincent is on my list. Um, he's also um, known as uh, online alias 10 Second Songs or professionally Anthony Vincent, American YouTuber and musician based in Port Chester, New York. Uh, he gained notability for singing covers of popular songs in different styles and genres. He played bass in, he was in a band, Rotten Pain, never heard of him, oh. um, who released their debut EP in 2003. He started an internet radio channel with his brother, and he um, has a mu- music production business. And he started his YouTube channel to promote his business, and he gained a large following in 2014 after the release of Dark Horse in 20 different styles. Now, he plays this song in 20 different oh, ways, wow. which is very interesting, which cool. is what I liked about it. There's some talented fucks yeah. mm-hmm. on, on, um, <laughs> yeah. on YouTube, man. I'm going to tell you, man, it's like um, it doesn't take long. You know, you just kind of peruse it a little bit, and you can start to find a way like, holy shit, this guy. Well, we played the guy that... Um, was doing the, um, there's a couple of them. They take, um, like the guy that took the preacher, the uh, Pastor Manning talking about the butthole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With, there was the metal yeah, versions yeah, and, and all, then of there's that, all yeah. kind of that, yeah. And there's another guy that takes like, like all kind of like, uh, takes uh, uh, these videos of like Karens and stuff freaking mm-hmm, out and mm-hmm. then like edits in the metal <laughs> songs and stuff like yeah. that, you know. So, there, I mean, there's tons of uh, really, uh, Talented folk. 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 folk you. They're talented folk. <laughs> folk you. Also, what I found interesting and didn't realize until I started watching his, his videos is he played John Karabi in The Dirt, where he oh. has no lines. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh. Uh, before 2021, Vince primarily went by his online alias 10 Second Songs. He rebranded YouTube channel as Anthony Vincent in March of that year. So, uh, very cool to watch his videos. I liked all his versions of everything. So, something to check out. And I think uh, he's super talented. So, he should probably be a rock star of some sort. Right. Not just play one in a movie. I play one in a movie. <laughs> where you don't even talk. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Pittsburgh Kevin? Hi, everybody. I'm Pittsburgh Kevin. <laughs> Hello, I'm Pittsburgh Kevin. So my first pick is Madel Cohen. Uh, 
Good one. Yeah, and Madel is a drummer. She's not a guitarist or anything like that. But uh, here's the here's the here's the skinny. Um, so uh, Madel is actually was actually born in Israel. Uh, she's now an American. Um, here's the cool thing about her. So if you're an Israeli citizen, you must serve in the army. That's that's their law. So she's not only a great oh. drummer, she's a badass. So she served in the army for two years. Uh, at the age of 20, she moved to Los Angeles and just started putting YouTube videos out. Now, here's what I like about her. Now, look, Lou, I know you. Hey, Lou. Hey, what? You know me, right? I like <laughs> the women. No. She's an attractive young lady. Of course. Lady. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to give her party. that. I'm going to give her that. But when you sit there and watch her play, she will, she'll play along with, she'll play covers, basically. Excuse me. Sorry. I get excited sometimes. Um, but the thing is to watch her play these songs and they're not easy songs. I mean, we're talking Slipknot, System of Down, stuff like that. And she's just got this big grin on her face. You know, she makes it look so effortless playing this and she doesn't miss a note. Um, there's only one video I saw where she was not frustrated, but she was really paying attention. That was YYZ. Ah. And I rewatched it again today, and I had to laugh because there's a little break in YYZ, and she just looked at the camera like, <laughs> and then she went back to playing. But that is my pick for today, the lovely and talented Metal Cohen. Metal. Yes. Which I always thought was Metal Cohen. Why don't Meta. we call her Metal Cohen today? Um, Good good pick. Thank um, you, sir. Great drummer, attractive young lady, could definitely be seen as like maybe, um, you know, won any band i was gonna say like in the 80s she would have been like a ringer, oh yeah ringer for like vincent or what was they called what was it was the band called not vincent um who, what who what are you, you talking, know, talking about no we don't Lou. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't Lewis. but i can pretend if you oh, want yeah edge of a broken heart um Vixen. 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 <laughs> Vincent. no roxy's the best drummer ever Right. <laughs> uh, my pick is a band, uh, Cardinal Black, specifically their guitarist, Chris Buck. Now, I think that the, the Cardinal Black is a very cool band, um, and I think I might have like a little bio, something about them somewhere. Uh, here it is. Uh, yeah, alt-rock band, Cardinal Black, epitomized the long way around. 2010, the Welsh-born trio of Tom Hollister, Chris Buck on guitar, and Adam Roberts were riding the wave of hype, having received a uh, bit of a speller in some stellar endorsements from some of the biggest names in rock, most notably the iconic Steve Winwood, who invited the band to initially record at his storied Windcraft Studios. Uh, Triumphant Live set. Uh, Sonic Sphere in 2020 followed a phone call from manager of Guns N' Roses. Alan Niven, who offered his services as manager, flew the band to Arizona to begin an attempt at breaking the notorious Nashville scene. The lore of America proved irresistible to the young trio. Uh, they made the move to Arizona to begin work on the debut album under the guidance of one of rock music's most successful managers. As invariably seems to be the case, reality rarely mirrors expectation and the band struggled to adapt. Yeah. Uh, their time in the U.S., a new country, a new industry, homesickness, the classic creative differences, blah, blah, blah. Um, over the last decade, the band have traveled their individual roads whilst remaining friends. Most, most notably has been the rise to fame of guitarist Chris Buck, <clears throat> who was named Best New Guitarist in the world in 2019 and has gone on to forge a successful career as one of the most uh, inventive and recognizable guitar players in the world. Um, 
Chris is highly expressive uh, with his guitar playing. I have not. I'm trying to think. I mean, he does not play like Stevie Ray Vaughan, but that is the kind of thing that I, he evokes that sort of really expressive um, uh, guitar style. He really speaks through his instrument. There's a lot. There's some people on this list who are um, who we're going to talk about who are like really great technically. Mm-hmm. And while Chris mm-hmm. is great technically, he takes it to this other level with this just amazing expressiveness. When he plays a guitar, he's sort of playing the guitar with like his whole body. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like you could tell. <clears throat> I don't mean like he's like literally playing with his ass. Um, I'd like to see that. But his <laughs> uh, approach is like very expressive. He. The way I mean, you know, it'll move different ways to get to get different notes to get right. different sounds. Wow. Um, it says, you know, I mean, it's a pretty much, you know, right down the middle rock kind of style with, of course, blues in big blues influence. Um, the band, the Cardinal Black, is very very cool. You should, you guys should check them out. I like the name. They're mm-hmm. kind of they're kind of an alternative kind of band with this like really hot guitar player like yeah, really really yeah. really hot and like what he does in my opinion like Cardinal Black's a very solid band the songs are great <clears throat> but Chris kind of elevates what they do he kind of takes it to another level with his super expressive um, guitar playing uh, his YouTube channel is very uh, popular and then he guests on like Anderton's channel oh okay and doing things like that he's um, uh, some different music companies have had him you know do uh, signature uh, impulse responses and modelers and things like that uh, w- with him, but uh, um, I, and he does all, you know he he does a lot of uh, educational kind of stuff in terms of educating people about like guitar tone and things like that. Very um, you know, and very down to earth kind of guy. Doesn't mm-hmm. come across as a sort of like, you know, oh, look at me, I'm a big rock star. Very kind of like chill, very laid back. Looks like the videos are filmed in his like living room. Nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just very good. But really amazing. So check out Cardinal Blacks, but specifically Chris Buck. Word. All right. Write it down. <laughs> what do we got next? Lily V6. Six. So next on my list is Jared Dines. Um, American YouTuber and musician who is known mm-hmm. for heavy metal themed videos, covers, parodies, and his own original music. He has uh, a following of 1 million subscribers as of 2016. 1 million <laughs> subscribers. So it's probably actually more now. Uh, he started his YouTube channel to promote his band, They Charge Like Warriors. Um, he gained popularity from his metal covers of pop songs. Um, his following grew as he collaborated with other artists such as Rob Scallon. Um He's in competition with Steve T. Berry, uh, and he became known for playing guitars with unusual number of strings. I believe his latest is 15 strings. Oh, yeah. yeah, him yeah I've seen that. Yeah. 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 We're going to talk about Stevie <laughs> T. as well in a minute. Crazy. Um, in April 2020, he appeared on the cover of Guitar World magazine, the first YouTuber to do so. Nice. Wow, congratulations. Right, um, in 2018, he toured with heavy metal band Trivium. Um, he, was repla- he was replacing Matt Heafy, while, who had to leave because of uh, his wife was having a child. Um, Dines and Trivium further collaborated on a cover of Better Now by Post Malone. We're not going to talk about that. Um, and he also performed on stage with Breaking Benjamin. Now, he always seems to be underrated, and he's always touring with people who need replacements and not the actual rock star himself. So maybe you should get out there and do some things. Um, I, I think that's totally legitimate. Here's the thing, though, about being a YouTube musician. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
You get to stay home. Right? You sleep That's in true. your own bed every night. Sure. That's true. You could get to, like, if you have a family, like, you can go do stuff with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now, exactly. Like, uh, um, th- I think that this is kind of where it's kind of headed, but... Yes, sir. We'll talk about that later on. Jared, uh, what, what Lily did not mention, I can't believe you didn't mention it. Sorry. Jared is a heavy metal comedian. Oh, yeah, I did know that. He's a total comedian. <laughs> like, like it's like that. that is one of the reasons why he has so many videos where, like, it's just out-and-out comedy. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Doesn't take himself to, so seriously. Probably why he gets asked to go and do stuff right. like that because right. they, he's so chill. All the collabs. One, one of the things that um, uh, that uh, people that um, you know, touring musicians will tell you, like touring sidemen and stuff will tell you that one of the biggest factors in getting the gig is like, are you easy to be around? Because uh-huh. they're looking at She's you gonna going like, we're going to be on a tour bus with this guy. <laughs> like if he's a prick or he's a pain in the ass or he's a whiny crybaby or whatever. Like, yeah, like Bitch. it's going to suck. So <laughs> if you're cool and you're funny, and, and I've heard everybody, a uh, lot of session guys, talk about, you know Tim Pierce is? Famous session guys, play with everybody, Adele, all kinds okay. of people. He's on a million records. Yes. But he talks about, you know, like, they, they you know, the, you he a lot of gigs he got because he's there were like other guys who were like technically better, mm-hmm. but because, you know, he had the best jokes. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's fun he to be really around. Play. I mean, he's yeah. A, yeah. I mean, he's a monster player, but, you know, <clears throat> so... Um, and Jared does can shred. I mean, oh, he's a, he's yeah. a, he can really shred. He's a great guitar player. Um, but I, you know, he's really you just have to check out his. There's him, and I think Kevin's going to talk about um, Stevie T. Um, mm-hmm. Are like rocks, heavy metal, like yeah. goofballs, goofballs. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. they're really fun. Why don't you go ahead, Kevin? And like, since get, let's get into Stevie T. Then. All right, so Stevie T. Now you introduced me to Stevie T. We were watching. Um, what, what's his real name? Steve Terryberry. Terry Berry. Terry Berry. Terry Berry. That's fun to say. Terry Berry. Francisco. But uh, you 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 put the <laughs> you put the um, stand you. You put his video on and he was just like making jokes and stuff like that. And he's goofing around. And he's goofing around the guitar a little bit. And you're like, just wait. Just wait. And he launches into this shredding craziness. I'm like, holy shit, this guy can play. He would have had, I think him or Jared or maybe them together would have had a show on MTV. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, definitely. They definitely would have had yeah. it. It would have been fucking huge. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean it, like his sense of humor is like drags you in and then you're like, whoa. Because he'll make fun of, um, you know, songs, like what makes this song so stupid and things <laughs> like that. And he's just, and he makes funny faces. I well, know. That, that's, that's Steve's um, real thing is he can, he is a... He's a um, like a kind of like the Jim Carrey of heavy metal. Exactly, <laughs> like the old right? Jim Carrey. Like, yeah, you know what I yeah. Mean? Like, He'll get dressed up in costumes and, and things like that. But we had talked about him one night, and we're like, well, you you don't really don't see him doing anything live. Well, he talked. He has some um, some videos where he answers questions. Does he? Okay. And he was asked about that, uh-huh. and he says he has severe anxiety. Yeah. Oh wow. And yeah, that's not, what I kind of not figured. Really comfortable being out in front being of people. Front of, like, but he can do the YouTube. But thing, in front but, of the camera, man. Yeah. Yeah. He is king. Yeah, dude. I'm yeah. telling Stevie you. Stevie T. Yeah. He's, excuse <laughs> me. Even even Bones Magoo. Yeah. Loves Stevie T. Right. And you know Bones has a little bit of anxiety. He won't even come on the camera. He's got some anxiety too over there Gosh, in the corner. Anxiety. He's got a little anxiety, Bones. 
Honky, on the other no, hand. No, he's going to get locked in a closet. Honky. Honky. Honky just wants to hug everybody, and by everybody I mean Lily, in the room. <sighs> no. No? All right. Sorry, Honk. <sighs> Sorry about that, Honk. Oh, he popped, you popped his balloon. Good. <laughs> he bursted. You bursted his bu- bubble. Burst, you burst With his... my cigarette. See? There it goes. Right to the window. All right, man. I am definitely not drinking enough tonight. <laughs> Come on, now. <laughs> Hurry up, now. Why Catch are you up. not? I Okay, I want to talk about a guy. Do you know? Great guitar player. Yes, sir. And a great singer as uh-huh. well. Yes, sir. And um, has built a reputation on YouTube as the guy who does these amazing medleys. And he has oh, a police yes. medley, know, right? a, Pink Floyd, yeah. a Pink Floyd medley, mm-hmm. a Deep Purple medley. Um Please. Uh, Prince medley, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, 80s pop medley. Yeah. And uh, his name is Martin Miller. He's a musician yes. from Leipzig, uh, yeah. Germany, born oh, in 1985. Yeah, Been yeah. a professional musician entire adult life. Mm-hmm. In 2010, graduated from Carl Maria von Weber uh, Music College in Dresden as a guitar player and music educator. Also been teaching the guitar uh, bachelor's and master's courses himself uh, there in Dresden, from 2015 to 2020 over the past decade made a name for himself as a guitar player toured with does toward the uh toured uh, dozens of countries worldwide played on tons of records uh 580,000 plus youtube subscribers with 90 million views altogether Oof. Mm-hmm. uh best-selling online courses that he uh, guitar courses uh, has led to the creation of two worldwide distributed and highly selling Martin Miller signature guitars with Ibanez. Mm. So he's got his own. You've never heard of him. He's got his own fucking signature right? guitars with <laughs> That's Ibanez. Crazy. Um, the, uh, um, the, these guys are um, some of these guys are more well known, like in Europe and things yeah, like that right. as well. Uh, band leader of the Martin Miller Session Band. YouTube cover project that gathered a huge fan base online, collaborated with artists such as uh, Paul Gilbert, Andy Timmons, mm-hmm. Mark Latier, and many more. Gained public uh, approval from industry legends such as John Petrucci, Rick Beato, and Steve Lukather. Yeah. Uh, some of the companies that endorse and collaborate with uh, him are, of course, Ibanez, Laney, Seymour Duncan, uh, TC Electronics, Fractal Audio, Neural DSB, TuneTrack, and many, many more. In 2013, released an album called The Other End uh, through JTC Records, uh, guitar-driven instrumental record. So, you know, this is a guy that probably could have been like a Joe Satriani mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but seriously, their covers are not to be missed. Oh like, they God. are absolutely stunning. Um, they do, and they play live. And the way they have it set up is killer too. It yeah. looks like a giant light, like a giant library. Uh huh. And they all plan, you know. It's it's just very freaking cool. It's very yeah. well lit, um, very well performed. Every musician yeah. is stellar. Uh, both Martin, the bass player, a couple other folks uh, do a lot of singing as well. You can't tell that that they're German. No, like there's nothing about it that would like. Right. Make, you don't hear any weird. You know, accents I mean? like, as yeah, they like sing when he sings, when they, they, they cover "Easy Lover" by um, Oh my God, yes, by uh, Phil. Co- uh, well, who uh, Phil um, Collins and um, he's in the, uh, Bailey. No, Peter know. Bailey. Peter Bailey. Is that his name? Peter? No, it's not Peter Bailey. Stephen Bailey. Pe- Pearl Bailey. Yeah, from Pearl <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> 
the Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Easy yeah. Lover. They do. They, and I mean, just you, just you, just it's it's, it's jaw dropping oh how talented the guy is, and he makes it look so freaking easy. They're total mentally is phenomenal. Oh yeah, they yes. total mentally. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. They, yeah, they're all good. It's not, it's not to be missed. I mean, yeah, just check them just, out. Yeah, I mean, Martin Miller. Quite frankly, their live versions of of these songs are lot, or some of them are better than the original artists' live versions. Like you go, Word. man, why didn't so and so play it? This right, good? right, exactly. <laughs> Philip Bailey, by the way, is Philip, Philip Bailey. Bailey yeah. Peter Bailey. Sorry, gears. Beetle, ba- Beetle Bailey. Beetle Bailey. It was Beetle Bailey. There it is. Yeah. Beetle Bailey and Phil Collins did a song together. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know. This. Beetle Bailey and Tom Collins. Did a song together, yes. The more you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have Lily V6 next yes, we in do. line. We do, so this one She's I... She's the next in line! Oh, boy. Wow. She shines! <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, this one I came across by accident doing my research today, and it's okay. more of like um. <laughs> The hell's going a on? A fundamental over? channel by Stephen. His name's Stephen Taylor. Um, he's a drummer. Okay. But I thought it was really interesting because I'm not a drummer and I liked watching all of his videos. Um, mm-hmm. he's a former former Universal Records recording artist with some serious groove chops. He um uses his drum focused channel to really introduce, teach, and facilitate the learning and skill advancement with everything that um is drums. He ex- he explains the understanding as to why Led Zeppelin's John Bonham sounded the way he did. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I know who you're talking about. He does this 30-second drum lessons segment, which is pretty cool. And then he did this one video that I watched where they like... Is this him? Yeah. They did... Um, all these songs just one by one by one didn't stop. Like he just, they switched into different songs going like for like, I don't know, was it like a half an hour or something? Oh, but I just cool. thought it was really cool. They had like a singer ready, guitarist ready, but he was doing all the drums for everything. And it just That's was cool. a flawless transition from song to song. So I just thought that was super talented. Excelamundo. Uh, a lot of these guys online are like in some way or another doing something educational. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I just thought yeah, that's just works. it. Yeah, it's it's you know mm-hmm. uh, what I like about some of these guys too is like they can they teach stuff that like if you're that if you're even if you're not a musician you can go like oh, oh that's I really get cool. it I right. never which was whatever, you know what I, mean? what I did yeah. right yeah. <clears throat> I think I think Rick Beato kind of does that with some of his videos as well you know it's like oh wow that's really neat I didn't realize how much went into uh, making this or that. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's a good, that, that's, that cool. Is, that's cool. I yeah. did not know this guy, but I but I did see a long time ago that thing on what makes John Bonham such a great drummer. Yeah. And I did not realize who that was. I'm going to go ahead and bookmark him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Do it. Check, it was really cool future. to watch his videos today. People thought I was crazy at work, but that's okay. They're allowed. <laughs> Everybody crazy. Now you crazy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got there, Mr. Pittsburgh? So I'm going to go with another lady. Because you know me. Hey, Lou. You love the You You know. You, you, I don't even know. I don't want to know what that was. <laughs> That's frightening. <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to go. My next one is uh, Laura Cox, C-O-X. And by the way, please spell, if you're Googling that, please spell it correctly. Or you're going to hate your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. So anyway, Laura Cox, I, 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 I found her maybe about 10 years ago on YouTube. She is a French-born guitarist and songwriter. She was born in 1990. Uh, since ah, she's like an old lady. Yeah, now she is. But back then, Lou, oh, she was a hottie. Well, she still is. But um, she started doing- joke. You- I'm kidding. Go ahead. What do you mean? But uh, she started doing YouTube- um, 
videos and that's how she gained her recognition and uh it, it's funny like the early early videos she's just learning how to play guitar and then you can watch her progress and after like two or three years i'm like holy cow you know but she has a whole bunch of covers she's actually in a band now um uh, that's all i'm gonna say captain geach and the shrimp but uh, laura cox cox <laughs> A uh, lot of fun to watch her. And I liked her too because like back in the day, she couldn't afford really expensive guitars. So she's playing Epiphones and things like that. And then as she became more popular, I guess she got some sponsorships and oh, she has wonderful guitars now. <laughs> and you're jealous. And I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm not so jealous of her. But that's mine. Cool. I'm going to stick. We're going to stick with the ladies. Yeah. I'm going to talk Thank about God. another lady born in 1990. Mary Spender. Oh, Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Mary Spender is a singer-songwriter originally from Salisbury uh, Steak. No, Salisbury, UK, <laughs> influenced by a diverse mm. range of music. Mary's style of songwriting had her singing voice have been compared to the likes of Debbie Harry and Tracy Chapman. And her guitar skills have been compared to John Mayer and Johnny Mitchell. Studied classical music at the University of Bristol. <clears throat> Memories EP was recorded with fellow st- uh, student Jake Bright. Uh, has worked with, uh, we're going to talk about this, uh, Leo M- Moraccioli. Yeah. Um, Rob Scallion, the Andertons Band. Okay. And Pete Honoro, who's really good. He's. I don't think he's on our list. We could, we'll could. we have to do, we'll do a part two. Part two, two. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but Mary is another person. If you watch her earlier videos, like she seems like a kind of, um, I don't want to, she's not a beginner, but her, you hear a, gr- a huge development especially with her being able to become like a lead guitar player and play mm-hmm, guitar solos mm-hmm. through her go on YouTube <clears throat> as it as it progresses as you go to the older videos it's more like that kind of like cute girl nice voice mm-hmm. singer songwriter kind of jewel okay yeah kind yeah, of thing yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and then progresses in as it goes you go like she gets really good and she's um she's you know been invited to be on um she's been on Rhett Scholl's channel she's been on Rick Beato's channel um just uh you know she's really kind of made a name for herself and she has a very great personality she's very kind of low-key unassuming you know kind of like the girl next door who happens to have a YouTube channel is a good guitar player and a good singer you know just like very uh and I think that's kind of like I mean, face it, guys, like one of the things that makes you, you know, a rock star is like your vibe. And she has like, I could absolutely have seen this, her as being like some 90s, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. what was Natalie Merchant? Like like, if she would have been born in, say, in 1979... You know what I mean? And been a young woman making music in the early 1990s. She definitely would have given all Jewel and all them like a, a real, little run. A real yeah. run. She would have been right, 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 absolutely right there. She has that total thing going. And But she's a very solid guitar player, yes, too. Like, she's yes. gotten very, very good over <clears> the years. <throat> you should definitely check her out. Mary Spender, uh, just like it sounds, S-P-E-N-D-E-R. So check out Mary Spender. And I put a link to her bio and stuff uh, in the show notes as well. So we got time for did you go one more go around? I think you got I have nothing you left. Don't have anybody else you want to talk <laughs> well, about? Well, let's talk about let's talk about Leo because that guy's awesome, <laughs> and I don't know how to pronounce his last name. This guy's great. Mm-hmm. This guy's fuck, fucking awesome. He's, again, got a great personality. Comes across right. as really funny. Does he speak English? Oh yeah, because okay. he, he's he's done talking things. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. 
There he's where he's, he's what? from. He's what? He's, he's from the Netherlands. He's Swedish. He's Swedish Netherlands. something like that. Netherlands. Fraggle metal. Oh, I really have to watch this one. It is. <laughs> Norway. Awesome. Norway. Okay. Well, I'm from the United States. Morcioli. We'll call him Morcioli. I don't know about world geography. Morcioli. I was going to say Morcioli. Yeah, looks like Italian, but he's from Norway. He could yeah. be. Look, I mean, you know. Doesn't I'm, matter. A, I'm Italian and I live in America. So, so there there's that. Go. There you go. So you got that going. <laughs> go ahead. But uh, if if you folks want to see this guy, uh, the channel is Frog Leap Studios. And boy, how do you categorize this guy? He will take, uh, I'll give you an example. He'll take like Sultan's a Swing and just make it into heavy Who metal. He happens to do it with Mary Spender. Exactly. Right? Oh, that's great. Yeah. He does that with her. But uh, yeah, he'll just pick a song and just like a normal everyday pop song and just all of a sudden unleashes this guitar. Yeah, he does oh. these heavy covers yeah. of like pop songs. That's kind of yes. like his shtick, you know? Yes, yes. And it's done really well. And 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 does he do all the instruments? Because in the videos, yeah, yeah, yeah he you does. see him like we play bass, much the drums, the keys. Unless he's got a guest huh. that comes in and right, plays like along Mary, with him. Yeah, yeah. I think the Chapman come in, the Rob Chapman, I think, played with him in one video. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, people come in all the time and, and hang out with him. recorded over 400 covers. I want to hear his yeah. Africa Approximately cover. Approximately one oh, per week, God. including covers of Hello by Adele, <laughs> Poker Face, Bad Romance and Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, Feel Good Inc. by Gorillaz, uh, Africa by Toto, Redemption Song by Bob Marley, Old, Time, Old mm. Town Road by Lil Nas X, <clears throat> his cover of Despacito by Louis si. Fonsi yeah. peaked at number 35 on the Hungarian Top 40 single chart. Wow. Okay. Uh, for each video, my colleague creates the arrangements, plays all the instruments except for a small number of songs, which he has collaborated with other mm -hmm. instrumentalists. They often require at least 50 tracks, although wow. most of the videos require only himself and sometimes his family or musical guests, sometimes a follow you, fellow YouTube artists participating remotely. For his video cover of Michael Jackson's Thriller, he was joined by Drowning Pool guitarist C.J. Pierce. The video was filmed in a nightclub and included hired backup dancers. Nice. He sometimes tours internationally with his band, Frog Leap. Mm -hmm. uh, on August 19th, he was at the 30th anniversary of Whackin' Open Air with the uh, band. Nice. Frog Leap members are Leo Marcioli on vocals and guitar, Hannah Bolton, female vocals, Eric Eric Torp on bass, Reba Masal. That's his wife, or was his wife? No, does that not Rebe. him? Rebeer, this is Rebeer. Oh, oh, Rebeer. oh, oh. I'm He's way over. I can't see. Yeah, you Rebeer know, Masad you know I is, can't on, see. is on guitar, and Trules Hogan <laughs> is on vocals and drums. He's endorsed by uh, TC Electronics and Chapman Guitars. So there's definitely there you go. the Rob Chapman. Rob um, Chapman. Yeah, Rob Chapman, Pete Thorne, Pete Honor. There's a lot of we we didn't get a chance to mention because mm -hmm. there's only you know I mean God, there's a gazillion yeah, of them. But that's a good three, pick, part uh, two, part Kevin. Three. This is. Uh, uh, I mean, just insanely uh, uh, talented guy. Mm -hmm. I think that what they what if you go to the YouTube channel on uh, like in the um, uh, the links in the videos are like links to like if you want them to like create tracks for you for oh, you know that's what I mean cool. your solo yeah. artist. That's kind of like his the, his main like business. I think mm -hmm. the YouTube thing was something that he created to kind of get that going, but it has taken off there. and become yeah. a thing in and of itself. Oh, so good. At least yeah. It's got a good sense of humor because like I said he does oh, yeah, speak yeah, English a lot of, yeah, and he'll very, like yeah. talk and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's very um what's the word I want? Like doesn't take himself too seriously. No. 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 All, what's funny is isn't it funny how some of the guys that are the most 
insanely talented are the guys they don't take themselves too seriously. Right, exactly. Where the guys that are like super paranoid about how they're yes. perceived are the guys that kind of like suck anyways. Uh, those are the <laughs> yeah, ones right. I usually date. Not guys. I don't mean, I'm not trying to be sexist. But and girls. People. There's a lot of women Ladies who are, out there. Who are total douchebags too. Douchebag. So it's, equal, it's equal opportunity douchebaggery. That's right. Riding on the douche canoe. <laughs> there's a there's a t-shirt. There's oh a t-shirt. You're welcome. God. You're welcome. So everybody. we should talk That's about nice. this. Lily, have you heard about this? I have heard about this. This and there's, Zach Wilde and Charlie, what's his name? Ben- Benanti. Benente joined Benente. Pantera for 2023 reunion tour. So how? here's my question. <laughs> how can you have... Mm-hmm. A reunion when two of the main guys mm-hmm. are gone. Are no longer with us. Right. I know Phil and Salmo's live, he's the singer. Mm-hmm. But really, the brothers were the band. Let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they mm-hmm. were the band. Uh, Daryl and Vinny, like yeah. Um, there are a lot of people up in arms about this because I don't have a problem with anybody doing everything like just real yeah. quick. It's just what you're calling it. Like it should right. be like a tribute. tribute. Right? No, no, no. Exactly. That's where I was going with that. I, I will definitely still go and see this tour if it comes to Pittsburgh for sure. I just have a problem with them just calling it Pantera. Just maybe someone the other day we we were talking about this. Maybe call it Pantera-ish. I don't know. That would be interesting. Pantera-ish. Pantera-esque. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. Don't call it actually Pantera because let's face it the two guys who are no longer with us are the band and it just but isn't that what everybody does yeah and you know what I still go see all the shows and everything I mean like Steve Perry's no longer in Journey he kind of was Journey he was Journey um Dennis DeYoung is no longer in Sticks. He right. started Sticks. He was, yes. uh, you know, most recognizable. But you're person. talking about more rock and not metal. Now, metal people are a little more nutty about this right, stuff. Right, right, right. I'm saying, uh, you're right. You're right. I agree. I agree. I don't. We'll see. How, I, I don't think they would do this if mm. there wasn't. If they hadn't already put out some kind of feelers that no people are going to come to the shows. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. they'll definitely go to the shows yeah. for sure. But there, people. Half the people are going to go to the shows because they love the music, and half the people are going to go to bitch about the music. And that's exactly what it's going to be. I have to say that with Zach Wild on guitar, I don't think you're going to have much to complain about. No. I no. Said, I'm, I'm nit- maybe it's nitpicking or whatever. But I just kind of feel like just don't call it. Just shouldn't. It's like yeah. this. Let's yeah. just say this. Lily, yeah. plug your ears for a second. Let's just say that Alex Lifeson and Getty Lee yeah. were like, well, we still want to kind of play here yeah. and there. And they were to get like somebody like Bill Bruford, who's right. a, who, probably one of the few guys, Vinnie Caliuta, there's like a handful <gasps> of guys that could probably play that mm-hmm. set. To go out, just to a handful of shows is a kind of, you know, because the, fa- you know, they shouldn't call it Rush. No. No, you're you know right. I mean? well, no, they right. ca- I feel that, like you know that I mean? would be That would wrong. be like, exactly. you know, they shouldn't call it Rush, but... Um, but you know, say they wanted to do something, something like that. But Rex Brown is also is also mm-hmm. he's a bass player. Like, does anybody? Really no, because I'm just about the bass player. That's a joke, bass players, Kevin. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's strange. I always make fun of them. Yet uh, I always fall in love with them. This is an article from Metal Injection. Excuse me. Uh, Black Label Society guitarist Zach Wilde and Anthrax drummer uh, Charlie Benante uh, have joined uh, the reunited Pantera for their coming 2023 tour. According to Billboard and Blabbermouth, the tour and audition of both Wilde and Benante have been greenlit by the estates of Pantera guitarist mm-hmm. Dimebag Darren and Vinnie Paul. Okay, so they've got so blessings okay. from the family. This is especially interesting given that Brown said uh, last night that Wilde will not be part of things despite his comments over the years that he'd love to do it. Uh-oh. Oh boy. 
The inclusion of Wild is ultimately not shocking. Wild has made it very known over the years that he'd love to join the band should they ever reunite. Wild said in 2019 interview that he felt uh, he wouldn't be replacing Dimebag if a reunion happened, but instead celebrating his music. That's the right attitude, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. When uh, St. Vinny, late uh, Pantera drummer Vinny Paul Abbott, who died in 18, was still around, they were talking about it then. Uh, I mean, the way I always looked at it, as it's Pantera celebration and an honor. I mean, every night I'm playing with Oz, we honor St. Rhodes, Randy Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing Randy stuff every night and I'm and I'm blessed. It's an honor to do it. Basically, we're paying tribute to Randy every night, keeping his music alive. The Pantera reunion tour was announced last night. Vocalist uh, Phil Anselmo and bassist Rex Round officially signed with Artist Group International for a Pantera tour happening sometime in 2023, though no specific dates or time frames Time frames, time frames, frames. Time frames. have been announced. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. I mean, this just goes back to the thing with Metallica. People just want to bitch for the sake of bitching. Just go see the show. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Right. If you don't want to go see it, don't go see it. Yeah. We'll just all make fun of you later. It's fine. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> I, I got to say, if anybody could, I think, really do the music justice on guitar. They pick the right person. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I think in some ways, Daryl and Zach are kind of cut from the same cloth. They're kind of like blues-influenced guitar players mm-hmm. in great vibrato. Like, they're all, there's just massive vibrato. I think that Zach is going to sound great um, playing it. I mean, I think it's like right up his alley. And he, he basically says he's not trying to replace him. So yeah, there's you know, that. Exactly. So, um, let's just call it a celebration of Pantera. Yeah, I just, I, like I said, yeah. to say, excuse me, to say that it's a reunion tour is, uh, well, you, you hmm. can't reunite with dead people. No, no. not usually. No. I mean, it's a more sort can. of tribute replacement tour. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the Ouija board out, guys. Oh, my God. So, we are, I wanted to bring this up last week, <laughs> but we didn't get to it. Because uh, Lily and I were having so much fun we did talking not about the hell up at all. We really got into that. <laughs> that was one of those podcasts. I was like, you were oh, it's going to be eh. short. You no. know, we're going to go, we're going to burn right through this, you know. No. Um, but no, we did not. <laughs> um, okay. So why, by now, it's a uh, wide known fact that Metallica's Master of Puppets was included in a pivotal scene on the season four finale of Netflix's hit show, Stranger Things. After reigniting interest in the Kate Bush music through a prominent feature in the artist's 80 catalog, 80s catalog, Running Up That Hill, in the first half of the season, now it was time for the thrash heroes to reach the spotlight mm-hmm. as, the, as the go-to band for metalhead character Eddie Munson. The band themselves approved the inclusion of the iconic tune in the acclaimed show and are already recruiting some new fans due to the season's momentum with Master of Puppets climbing the trending charts on Spotify. However, there's always a, there's always a, uh-huh. as B.B. Herman said, there's always a big butt. <laughs> <laughs> however, in few fan, however, few fandoms are better at trolling newcomers oh, no. than a Metallica fandom. Yeah. Reaching out to Zoomers, Generation Z, or people born at the turn of the century I also I also think that you could call them Zoomers because they all went to school on Zoom. Yeah, there you go. Right. Um, 
the helpful fans didn't hesitate oh to recommend Lord. some essential listening oh from the from Metallica's uh, catalog. It just so happened that most of those recommendations recommendations involved Saint Anger and Lulu. <laughs> Metallica's most controversial efforts, to say the least. You can check out some of the uh, social media posts below. Um, uh, so, anyways. Um, uh, these are funny. Hello, Zoomers. Discovering Metallica because of Stranger Things. Here are a few things you need to know about the band. The first and foremost, <laughs> their best album is Saint Anger. Yeah. You know, we talked about Saint Anger. Yes, we and did. I don't necessarily. I think that you might end up looking stupid because they might go to listen to Saint Anger. Go, it's fucking awesome. Wow, that's really, and it yeah. might yeah. be a hit for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might check it out. Um, and so they they just kind of go on. You know, they can hear Satan if you play it backwards. Blah blah blah. Um, and I saw really mean uh, posts on Facebook about it, like, you know, uh, people saying, like, well, yeah, well, the show had just come out, and the show takes place in 1986. That means a guy would only had, like, three months to learn the whole song. Maybe he's that talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Do you ever think of that? Dude. Like, it's a goddamn television show, first of all. People Simo? take shit too soon. And it was so. meant, it, they put it in because it was cool. Mm-hmm. It's People get their shorts in a bunch over bullshit. Um, Like, the Star Wars fans are, like, losing their shit over Kenobi. (laughs) Uh And it's fine. (laughs) Star Wars. Listen, guys, Star Wars. It's a movie about space wizards. It's fantasy. For children. Okay? Fantasy. Chill out. I'm sorry. I, you know, and then, you know, I saw comments like, well, you know, why didn't they like include like something like, like something, something like really cool? And they, all the people picked like obscure. I'm like, there we go. No, 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 no. (laughs) People are dumb Mm -hmm. on the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, no, 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 and no, no, and no. He just, just absolutely not. Um, it got the song trending on Spotify. So that means when people go to Spotify and they look at like the, what the new like happening shit is right now, the mm-hmm. they're going to see fucking Metallica. That's yeah. kind of cool. It's a rock there band. It's guys playing guitars loudly in your face. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Lily will admit like it's not like her like, but favorite band, but it is still very cool. It's great that it's going to be a resurgence. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it yeah, gets people go. interested. So, you know. They'll they discover get, other and, things. Exactly. So when you <laughs> click on Metallica, right Spotify, all the channels say, well, you might like this too. So maybe Boom. we're going to get some kids a little bit more interested in some cool um, guitar <laughs> music. Um, anyways, um, that, that that's really just kind of all I wanted to say about that. It's it's just silliness. Um, I love but, silliness. But good, good. You want to hear, you don't want to hear, you know, um, yes. I guess I got, um, I don't want to say I, got, I didn't get in any kind of trouble about this, but I'm just going to say that some people have made some comments because I've made jokes that included, they are not political jokes. No. They've been jokes that may have included a political thing kind of as part of the setup sure. or like in the background or, yes. or part of the characters things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been told, you know, I've had people unsubscribe and oh, all kind of Jesus. stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. First of all, these things are pop culture. So they're going to get brought up. You know what I mean? We're not here to take any kind of position. I don't do that. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. but it's gonna it's gonna get mentioned here and there. Sure, like it's, it's happening. It's, it's pop. It's I, happening Tim, now. I heard Tim Poole say the other day. He's like, he says there was a time when like you know movie celebrities and musicians stuff were pop culture. Now today, 
these politicians yeah, or pop culture. Yeah. So, but here is my here is my my Lemmy said it best. If you really want to know, you guys are all up in arms about politics with me. Here, I'll just let Lenny Lemmy. Not Lenny. Not, <laughs> Not Lenny. 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 Hey, Squiggy. Yeah. Oh my Lemmy God. kind of say to you what my feelings are about fucking all politics. Assholes, anyway, you know, every politician in the world is a son of a bitch. Anyway, they're all going to steal your money and raise taxes. You know, it doesn't matter what they say. They're always lying. That's their profession, to be a liar. They're all lying. That exactly. is, yeah, exactly. So that's the end of that. Right, you Put are, that Lemmy. Bed. We're no. not, we're not. Yeah, but if we mention some stuff here, no, we 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 try to. Is, do you remember Mike Warnke? Yes. I saw him stand up one time and say, "I tried to offend everybody equally." <laughs> there you go, perfect. And that's us. And that's us. We try mm-hmm. to offend everybody equally. So shut the fuck up. We're good at it. Too. Enjoy some music. Laugh along with and us. Calm the hell down. Yeah. When I relax, say, I tell Lily and Kevin to shut the fuck up. It's a it's a in yeah. joking around. It's not meant I'm to like, be. Thank and then you. we just ignore him. And they just Thanks, ignore him. They keep talking anyways. Even they don't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That was nice. So, Thanks, buddy. Saturday. Yeah? No, Friday. Okay. Friday. Thursday, Kevin came over. Right. And we ate, we ate that kibasi on the oh, grill. Oh, so good. good. Really good. Yeah. And let's hang out and listen to, hung out and listen to a bunch I put of your meat in my mouth. It was so spicy. I'm so glad but I missed that I had this, party. Um, <laughs> sausage so party. So I tried to relive. <laughs> it was a sausage party. It was literally. a sausage party, yes. But this, we're going to talk about a different kind of party. Okay. We're going to talk about, do you know what a kiki party is? I. You know what? I don't. It's a party designed to help you calm down. Oh. oh. All right, then. Okay. I need one of those. And um, so I'm going. So I want to talk about this. So, I don't know. Early two thousands. I am at my office, and this was before stream. There was no streaming. No. You just had cable TV. And, sure. And we had on Regis, and not Kathy Kelly. Kelly. Oh okay. my gosh! Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Uh huh. And they happened to have a musical guest on that day. Mm-hmm. And it was a band called the Scissor Sisters. Great oh, name, okay. hilarious, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. hilarious name. About you know lesbianism. The band, <laughs> the, all their their whole stick is like they all they came out of the gay nightclub scene in New York City. Uh-huh. So their songs and everything are kind of like about that kind of vibe sure. and that thing. All right, um, Take your mama out was a song they played. Fucking blew my mind. It was so fucking cool. Kind of like Jamiroquai with like more of a tongue-in-cheek sense of humor. Okay. Kind okay. of right, kind of then. thing. Very good. But like a real band. It wasn't like they weren't singing with tracks. They had you guitar, bass, and drum, the whole thing. Okay. Uh-huh. All gay. You know, the whole, everybody in the band is like, you know, from that whole thing. Okay. okay. So they put that song on. They put a couple around. They grew and grew in popularity. So finally, they hit with Let's Have a Kiki in, I think, 2010. Wow. And this is what they say that this is the song that broke up the band. Okay. Because they felt like because what they had what they had achieved with the song, they could never do again. They felt like this was it. That was so it, just the like, pinnacle. So, yeah, it was like the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And they said that, and I, I was reading an, or, an interview with them, and they're like, it's not that we're never ever going to do anything again, but we just kind of felt like, well, you know. This is it. This is really kind of our, the, our top shit here. So, um, let's have a kiki. On uh, lyrics with Ludini. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun song. It's it's fun. Um, if you are the type of person who's easily offended, go away. Leave. Well, first of all, I shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Right. right. I don't even know why you're here. So it starts out. The song starts out, tells a story. Okay. And there's a spoken word thing at the beginning 
of the thing. And I'm going to go ahead and read that, too, because it's, it's right. cute. It tells the story. Sure. What's up? It's Pickles. Leave a message. Hey, I'm calling you back. Ooh, she's been a bitching tonight. And by bitch, I mean this rain. No cab, nowhere. So I had to put on the wig and the heels and the lashes and the ears and take the train to the club. You know the MTA should stand for motherfuckers touching my ass. <laughs> So then I get to the club looking like a drowned, harassed rat. And I'm greeted by, not by Miss Rose at the door, but by our friend Johnny Five O. Yes, honey, the NYPD shut down the party. So no fee for me, and I don't even know what's the tea. So I hope you're up, girl, because we're all coming over. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. Because I know exactly what we need. It's like my Saturday night. Mm, Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors tight. Let's have a kiki, motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Dive, turn, work. Let's have a kiki. We're going to serve and work and turn. Ah, honey. A kiki is a party for calming your nerves. We're spilling tea. We're dishing out desserts. One may deserve. And though the sun is rising, few may choose to leave. So shade that lid and we'll all bid adieu to your enul. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors tight. Let's have a kiki, motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Dive, turn, work. Let's have a kiki. We're going to serve, work, and turn. And ha, <laughs> honey. Oh, what a wonderful kiki. Mm. The kiki is marvelous. Mm-hmm. Work it, girl. Very liberty. Ooh, you know, girl. We're sitting back here just having a kiki. Uh-huh. Kiki, so-so. Wee, oui, wee, oui, no, oh. no. <laughs> Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors tight. Let's have a kiki, motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Dive, turn, work. Let's have a kiki. We're going to serve. We're going to work and turn. And honey. Uh, Last uh, chorus. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Let's have a kiki. Hunty, drop her. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Boots, turn, queen. Let's have a kiki. We're going to serve and work and turn. And honey. Honey. Yeah, baby. I kind of want to have a kiki now. Yeah, baby. Super fun song. Crazy, wacky pop song. On the lyrics of Ludini, like sometimes we get introspective and poignant. And sometimes we just say, this is a crazy fucking song. (laughs) Um, It's it's very infectious. Very catchy, very infectious. Check it out. Not rock. Don't, you know, sorry. It wasn't hard rock at all. <laughs> They're not old timey at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so does anybody, you, you guys are, were you guys familiar with the Scissor Sisters? And, I, I know vaguely the name. remember I know the name. them. Yeah, vaguely. Okay, I just wanted to, you know, I thought it's a. Yes. It was Checking fun. I am going to listen to it. Um, so, this day in what the Beatles did. <laughs> um, and we're going to go ahead and alternate. And Kevin, if you want to jump in on one. <clears throat> I'll do, Look okay. at this. The first three. No Beatles. I, no Beatles. You just fucking cursed it. Mark this well, day down. The Beatles down. have to be in there somewhere. Doesn't. They will, they will be. They will be. They'll be somewhere. The Beatles farted today. So did I. What a coincidence. You're okay. Good. This day, Soon. July 18th, 1953, Elvis Presley. Truck driver Elvis Presley made his Ooh. first ever recording when he paid $3.98 at the Memphis Recording Service singing two songs. My Happiness, mm-hmm. and that's when your heartaches begin. Wow. Oh. 
The so-called vanity disc was a gift for his mother. It would surface 37 years later as part of the RCA compilation called Elvis the Great Performances. Uh, For those of you who are young, Elvis is considered the king of rock and roll. The guy that started rock and roll. He isn't, but he's considered that. Right. Right. More likely, <laughs> he isn't, we've, but we've had this discussion. I think oh, we're many kind times. of, kind of on the agreement. It's more like Chuck Berry. Yeah, or, oh, yeah, yes. no doubt. Say Chuck Berry. But uh, go ahead. Uh, 1960, Brenda Lee uh, went number one on the U.S. singles charts with I'm Sorry. It made number 12. I'm yes. sorry. In the U.K. <laughs> Seeking publicity, the 4'11", 11, 4'11", inch tall singer was once billed as a 32-year-old midget hey! and had the nickname Little Miss Dynamite. Uh, I am jealous. We, we prefer little people, you bastards. There you I go. am super jealous of her nickname. What was it again? Little, Little Miss, Miss Dynamite. Dynamite? Yeah, yeah, that's Little you. Little Miss Dynamite. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> every time I hear, Brent, hear the name Brenda Lee, I, keep, I think of the song by Golden Air. Yep, yep. Brenda oh, yeah. Lee is coming on strong. Do you want to do one or not? Yeah, I'll do the next one. Good. Well, we'll scroll it up a little bit because the light's reflecting. Because he's old. <laughs> Tahey Rolling. I'm hooked on ponics. Uh, the Rolling Stones appeared on the U.S. charts for the first time when their cover of Buddy Holly's Not Fade Away peaked at number 48 this day, 1964. Yay. Also on this day in 1964, Pittsburgh, Kevin. Yes. The Four Seasons started a two-week run, Ooh. number one on the U.S. singles charts with Ragdoll, the group's fourth Ooh. number one mm-hmm. and number two hit on the on the U.K. chart. Co-writer Bob uh, Guadio. Gaudio said that he got the inspiration for the song from a young girl in tattered clothes that cleaned his car windows at a stop. (laughs) See, even back in 1964, dude, we've gone how many? One, two, three, four. Number five is still not the fucking Beatles. Wow. 1966, Bobby Fuller, leader of. We just talked about that two weeks ago. The Bobby Fuller Four was found dead in his car. I why do I always get the menacing ones? In Los Angeles, age 23, Fuller died mysteriously from gasoline asphyxiation while parked outside his apartment. (laughs) Police labeled it a suicide, but the possibility of foul play has always been mentioned. Had the 1966 U.S. number nine single "I Fought the Law" written by Sonny Curtis of Buddy Holly's Crickets and covered by the Clash. Hey, listen, I don't know nothing about Bobby Fuller's death. I don't know what happened. He was just mm. in his car. He was huffing gasoline. Next thing you know, he's dead. So they find his car, and there and there's like a. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I, what what they think hit. probably happened was that it was a mob hit, and they did not finish. They it. like they what hey they got caught him. like yeah. partially right. the people came out. He was it was <clears throat> I believe. It was his mother's car, mm-hmm. and she had she saw it that he had come back to parking lot, so she wanted to come out and see what was going on with her yeah. car, and and that's that's when they found and him. There right. it is, right? Yeah, and that <laughs> was wow, total man. bullshit. And there it is. Wow. Finally, on this there day, nineteen sixty-eight, yes. the Beatles. I know you guys were worried that we wouldn't have any Beatles on the show tonight. What have they been doing? Working at Abbey Road Studios, the Beatles recorded "Cry Baby Cry" and "Helter Skelter." One Ooh. take of "Helter Skelter" lasted twenty-seven. What does that mean? I don't oh. even know. All oh, 27 oh. feet and 11 inches. I guess the on the... What? Oh, like on the, on the tape, reel. On the reel. Oh, the reel. okay. okay. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that was confusing. So they, were just, they just rocked that shit. Um, oh, back to back. I yeah. want to do a podcast. We're gonna do, we'll do it in August. I want to do a podcast on what 
what the world really would be like without if the Beatles never happened. Not like uh, that. Not stu- like yesterday. Not, not like the movie. Stupid movie. It's not a stupid <laughs> not movie. A stupid just because movie. Lou doesn't it's, like it. Uh, it's Come a good on, movie. Lou. Lou just doesn't like the female in it. I love her. <laughs> I don't even remember. I, what I, I didn't it. like about it was I just sort of feel like like they reference all kind of other bands. That, I'm sorry, those that bands was, would never have happened. Yeah, that, yeah. Exactly. If it weren't for the Beatles, yeah. You would you would have had. I mean, I'm gonna just just quickly like things like you the Vietnam War would have gone completely. We might still be in Vietnam. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fucking Beatles. Right. Like you right. know, it's like so many things that they did that I don't think people can really. I don't think you can. It is way beyond music. It's culture. It's everything. I mean, I I just don't think that um, I we just would be have a would have had a very different world. I I think mm-hmm. you know. Um, who's yeah, next? Back I'll to back it. Beatles. Go I'll for do it. it. In 1969, the Beatles uh, during sessions at Abbey Road Studio. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. No, is there a problem? Nope. Are you sure? I'm sure. Lily, I live to please you. Well, you, it's 1969. You asshole did do the thing. Six, <laughs> usually 69, dude? Yeah. We're maturing. <laughs> Lou and I are maturing. Since when? Since so, last week? Since we forgot to do that. <laughs> Bones so, says get to work. Okay, sorry, but Oh, excuse me, Bones. All right, so 1969. During the sessions at Abbey Road Studios, London, Ringo Starr recorded his vocal to Octopus's Garden. Uh, for the Abbey Road album, Starr had written the song when he quit the Beatles the previous year and was staying on actor Peter Sellers' <laughs> yacht in the Mediterranean. Wow. That's crazy. Huh. Could you imagine? I'm quitting the Beatles and I'm going to go live on a yacht with Peter <laughs> Sellers for a year. I would do it. Pete? <laughs> Pete? 1970, Pink Floyd, Roy Harper, Kevin Ayers. Is that right? Sure, Ayers, why not? Ayers, yeah, and Ayers, the uh, Ayers. Edgar... All a bunch of people you don't care about. All these people all appear at, at a concert. Yeah, they were all at a concert in Hyde Park. That was nice London. of them to go go there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, who cares? Uh, I, I'm going to skip cares this. About um, that one? Yeah. It's 1972. Sly and the Family Stone. Members from Sly and the Family Stone oh, were arrested God. after police found two pounds. Two pounds. Two pounds. Give me two pounds. That's that's them running away from the police. <laughs> Two pounds of marijuana in the group's motor home. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Big deal. Somebody was getting high in Bible land. They all had... They, yeah, they all... They had anxiety. They had cards. Yeah. Didn't mean much in 72, though. What'd they have? Like, you know, uh, Queen of Hearts? They had Queen Ace of Hearts? Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. I heard the song Queen of Hearts in a television Juice. show or a movie the other day. Really? Juice I, yeah, I, was, I was playing guitar along to it. Nice. Um, who's next? I'll, I'll read Bruce. 73. Bruce! Bruce Springsteen played the first of four nights at Max's Kansas City in New York City, New York, supported by Bob Marley and the Whalers, who were on their first ever North American tour. Oh, and now I have COVID. Thank you, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce had a little cold that night. Oh, Bruce. Bruce! Kevin, you want to do anything? Sure, I'll do the next one. 1974, 1974. No, I'm slurring my words, Lou. See? Uh, the U.S. Justice... <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, it's not as easy as it fucking looks. No, Lou, you are Everybody's right. Everybody's like, hey, Yo. they're not a talk. You suck. Yo, Lou, mad respect for you. Um, so the U.S. Justice Department ordered John Lennon out of the country by September 10th. The Immigration and Naturalization Service denied him an extension of his 
non-immigrant visa because of his guilty plea in England to a 1968 marijuana possession charge. You see? You see what these drugs are doing to these kids today? The U.S. Court of Appeals would overturn the deportation order in 1975, and Lennon was granted permission to reside. Oh, it was per, was granted permanent resident status the following year. You know, if they if they wouldn't have done that, he'd still be with us. He'd be living in England. He'd still yeah. be alive. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Mark David Chapman wouldn't have had a chance yeah. to shoot him. Fuck right. him. Yeah. I mean, this is where people who are... Ant- uh, Michael Goltz, plug your ears. This is where people who are <laughs> anti-gun have a kind of little bit of a point because you don't have handguns in England. Right. And, you know, so, you know, there is, there is a kind of like, I see mm. the point of that. You know what I mean? I'm just, I, I see all sides, guys. Yep. Like I, yep. and I'm here to like love everybody. So like, Literally. let's put our differences aside and let's, let's enjoy some great music. On mm. uh, 1978, Def Leppard made their live debut at Westfield School, Sheffield, England Ooh. in front of 150 students. Yes. Um, this band was it was very fucking um, interesting. A lot of a lot of uh, older bands that were out um, liked them and were trying to help them. Judas Priest mm-hmm. was trying to help them. I believe Iron Maiden as well. Um, great band. Like I, I'm not. I'm less interested in what they did. You know, they're more pop stuff. But they had this period where they were just really straight up. Rock and roll band. I liked what's his name, Steve Clark. Yeah, I think when mm-hmm. he left or he died, when he was no longer in the band, I think that they really became super slick pop band. Mm-hmm. Whereas I just sort of prefer. I thought he brought a kind of edge, right? But it right. did bring a whole new demographic to and the band. That's fine, that's and you know, and like God that's okay because we still have all their old albums, and exactly. I'm still going to see them in August. And I think oh, you should. Nice. I am. <laughs> I think, and as far as the, other thing, the, the other thing about the John Lennon, <laughs> think about, look at this, like. Think about how mores have changed. Mm-hmm. Like back then, <gasps> marijuana. <gasps> Ooh, you know what I mean? And today it's like, you know, not even Everybody has a card. thing. <laughs> well, even if you don't have a card, it's not even it's like not a, a thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you look at that and you want, and you have to wonder, like, you know, you hear all this stuff about um, um, th- this whole thing with Epstein and all that stuff, you know, and his girlfriend and all that. Mm-hmm. And then you've got somebody like Roman Polanski. Right. And that woman has come out and said that, like, I suffered no ill effects. I was, like, trying to get, I wanted, I was trying to get into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I thought if I fucked this guy, like, you know what I mean? Like, it would get you, you what know, you want. Yeah, I would get what I would be able to get what I wanted, stuff like that. She's like, no, I don't want to press any charges. Like, let, and she's like, yep. what? She's like our age now. Or yeah. She might even be she's, older. She's older. Yeah. Um, and she's like, let him come back to the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. It's a it's a controversial thing, and you probably have a different opinion on it than me. But I I think that like I don't think the world is exactly black and white at times. I think there's correct times when you have to look at things a little bit more uh, nuanced. Uh, oh, but Michael Galtz, you'll love this, and I'm going to have Lily read it because I know oh. Lily has the sexiest voice. In 1980, Billy Joel held the top position of both the U.S. albums and singles charts. His album Glass Houses contained its fir- his first and biggest number one hit. It's still it's still rock and roll to me. I knew I was going to say that. Do you that. realize he'd been putting out records since since like 1969, and that was his first number <laughs> first one. That's so sad. Today, yeah. he would never have put out a second album. Yeah, they didn't have a number one hit. Nah, I'm sorry. Or he might he might have got <laughs> two or three, maybe. Right. 
you know. I, mm-hmm. But but those records from the seventies are all really cool records. Yeah, yeah, really. That's some of his. A lot of people consider that like his like really his best era. Mm-hmm. But he his breakouts. I mean, it's hard to believe it's still rock and roll to me. What? Okay, who here? Raise your hand. Yeah. Roller skated to that song. You didn't? No. I roller skated to it. She's, she's not that old. 1982, Nellie Wilson was at number one not on the country Nelly. album chart, Always On My Mind, which Ooh, became a number Nelly. Billboard number one country album of the year. Mm-hmm. The album spent 22 weeks at it's the not, top of the charts and stayed Nelly. for a total of 253 weeks on the Billboard country it's chart. Not Nelly. 250 weeks. It's not Nelly. He's I know. The track like Always on My Mind was originally recorded by B. B. Gay really, Thomas in 1970. Really. Has since been recorded by dozens of performers, including Elvis Presley, Brenda Lee, John Wesley uh, Riles, and the Pet Shop Boys. I think it says mm. Willie. I think it says Willie Nelson. You don't even know what you're thinking. Why don't you read the next one? Ike Turner, 1988. Ike Turner was sentenced in Santa Monica, California, to one year in jail for possessing and transporting oh something new, cocaine. Not that pesky marijuana. Take her out. Right. Police had stopped (laughs) Turner, former husband of Tina Turner, in August 1987. (sighs) In August 1987, for driving erratically and found about six grams of rock cocaine in his car. Everybody, what's rock cocaine? It's crack. Crack, crack. Crack be whack. That's right. Crack be whack. Crack be whack, everybody. That's me Ugh. on crack. I stepped on some crack. Yeah, you did. And that's what it sounded like, right? Oh, my. Bas- basically, yeah. Sure. I'll go with it. Sure. Thank, Thank you, you, Bones. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. It was a good joke. Bones, Bones knows the deal. Um, yeah, I, I thought that said, I misread that. I thought it said in his ear. He had six shots. <laughs> what rock the in, in his ear. It in his rear. <laughs> in his bum. In his butt in crack. His man purse. I don't even know who Nico is, so someone else has to read that one. Oh, who cares? <laughs> um, Nico was in, uh, wasn't she in the Velvet? Wait, she? Revolvet Underground. Oh, now, now I'm interested. I don't know. The Revolving Velvet Underground. Yeah. You don't even know. Oh, you want, do you like this guy or not? No. Wow. But I'll Henry, read it. Go ahead, do your thing. 1991, Henry Rollins, the first night of the Lollapalooza tour at the Compton Terrace Phoenix featuring Living Colors, Susie and the Banshees, Ooh. Jane's Addiction, Nine Inch Nails, Henry Rollins, Band and the Butthole Surfers. Butthole Surfers! surfers. What a name. Both guys are Butthole Surfers. Really, it's hardly a Henry Rollins thing. Yeah, fine. right? <laughs> well, that's what a lot of these are like, know. you know. He heard about it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what was the song by the Buttles of Pepper? That was the name of it. There was another one. That, no, oh, is that the name song. of the song? That's the name of the song. You know, oh. I was sharing Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. We were all in love with dying. They were doing. That's why I can never find it. It's called Pepper. You don't Pepper? Even know. Called Pepper. Oh, those you didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> This exactly. is why I have a podcast because I know stupid wow. facts. Thank God. I remember stupid. when this next thing. I remember when this happened. Yeah. Bobby Brown married Whitney Houston mm-hmm. in New Jersey estate. Dressed in a forty thousand dollar Mark uh, Bauer wedding gown. Stupid. Those in attendance include Stevie Wonder, Gloria Estefan, Natalie Cole, Patty Lebel, Freddie Jackson. After years of making tabloid headlines, she would file for divorce in two thousand and six. Um, it was. Uh, I remember when they got together, and people were like, "Well, what? what, what, what? <laughs> yeah, because she <laughs> she was like the nice girl of pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was like, you know, my parents who were like very like raised their 
crooked eyebrow at like secular music. Right. Thought that Whitney Houston was a nice because she had grown up singing in church and like they thought she was a wholesome. Was very young lady. pop love songs. Yes. <laughs> and uh, when she got together with Bobby Brown, Bad I mean, boy. a lot of people sort of blame him for her. I know I do. Like ultimate involvement in drugs because like she really didn't appear. But who knows what happened? We don't those. really know. She could have been smoking cracks and she was twelve. Like we don't know. That. <laughs> in church, in the back of church. Who wants to talk about the? Beast I'll do. I'll do it. I'll do. I'll do it all night. I've been long. doing it all night. It's actually a good album. So on this day, nineteen ninety eight, the Beastie Boys went number one in the UK album charts with "Hello Nasty." Hello Nasty. Only the second rap album to make number one in the UK, the first being Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> Wu Tang Clan. Oh, Lily, you got to do this one. 2001 Kiss added another product to their ever growing merchandising universe, the Kiss Casket. <laughs> The coffin featured the That's faces of the four great. founding members of the band, the Kiss logo, and the words Kiss Forever. Pantera mm-hmm. guitarist Dimebag was buried in one after he was shot and killed on stage December 4th, 2004. Well, if you gotta go. Or not December 4th, just December Go in style. The Rolling Stones crew chief, 50, on this day in 2002, 50-year-old uh, Royden McGee, who had worked with the band for 30 years, died during a rehearsal in Toronto. A spokesman for the band said McGee had said that he wasn't feeling well and went to another room to take a nap. Mm. The Stones had just finished dinner and resumed rehearsing when they got word that McGee had collapsed and stopped breathing. He was taken by ambulance to nearby Sunnybrook Hospital. He was pronounced dead on arrival. Members of the band said they were devastated by mm. his death. Wow, that's sad. Oh, who wants to do Paul Simon? I don't want to do him, but I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> 2007, Paul Simon filed a lawsuit against Rhythm USA, Inc., a Georgia-based subsidiary of a Japanese firm, claiming the company never had his permission to sell wall clocks that played bridge over troubled water. (laughs) Wow. The suit claimed that as one of the best-known songs throughout the world, a proper licensing agreement would earn at least a $1 million licensing fee. Wow. Yeah, they couldn't afford that. No. No. (laughs) That's sad. That's some tiny little company. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stupid. I thought you got clearance. I thought you got clearance. Sting and his wife, on this day, 2007, I did not know about this. Sting and his wife, Trudy Styler, were ordered to pay their former chef compensation after losing a sexual harassment discrimination case. Mm. Jane Martin, 41, was awarded 24,000 pounds at an employment tribunal in Southampton, England, after she was sacked by Miss Styler from the couple's gate Wilshire because she became pregnant. Oh, stupid. Not not, not her, but the people, yeah, Sting and Trudy. They can't, uh, you know, we can't, can't have do, pregnant you people. You can't do here. that. Who, who, did, who does they know? You can't do You that. know, it's funny because in the movie, um, uh, yes, one Spring on the Night, oh. um, Sting talks about, like, they they have a, they show their one of their children being born. Uh-huh. And he talks about, like, how, you know, such oh, a magical experience yeah. or anything, and they fire this fucking lady for being pre- uh-huh. pregnant. It's like, I don't know. Here's what this is one of those things before everybody kind of goes, like, what a douchebag. This is one of those things that, like, I have a feeling it's probably more to the story. Oh, yeah, no doubt. There's probably a little bit more going on than we realize. Um, we don't know the all the ins and outs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. it's not like she got a million dollars, she got 24,000 pounds. It's not that much, really. It's, yeah, it's no. really not, you know. <laughs> no. Who wants to talk about Ronnie Wood? I'll do it. 
All right, this day, 2008, Rolling Stone guitarist Ronnie Wood was seeking help with his battle with alcohol in a rehabilitation center. The uh, oh, the move followed tabloid speculation over the state of his 23-year marriage to former model Joe Wood. <laughs> Yo, man, I love Joe Wood. Ironic that they have the same last name. That's weird. Oh, I get it now. I'm a little slow tonight. Following Ronnie's uh, continued battle with alcohol as he entered a period. Entered a period of rehab, his spokeswoman said. Oh, spokeswoman, that sounds sexy. Oh, my God, Kevin is so horny. That's so... Well, <laughs> I started talking about, about all the female right. YouTubers I like, you know what I mean? You're talking about Pink. 2013 Pink, during her The Truth About Love Tour, Pink broke two records at the Rod Laver Arena. I expect, I, I, without going any further, I was expecting like she walked on stage and like smashed... One record. There you go. <laughs> Take that! In Melbourne, Australia, becoming the artist who had performed the most shows at the venue, with 18 sold-out shows and the first artist to sell more than 250,000 tickets at one venue. Mm. <laughs> oh I am not reading that or the next one. <laughs> oh, so this guy yeah. is in. This guy's behind bars. Yeah, mm-hmm. for a long, long time. Uh, on this day in 2017, R&B singer R. Kelly denied allegation that he was holding several <laughs> young women in an abusive cult. Uh-huh. The singer's lawyers, I don't know why I'm laughing at this, lawyers said he would work diligently and forcibly to pursue his accusers and clear his name. A report accused the singer of brainwashing women who got closer to him in an effort to boost their musical careers. He had faced previous accusations of sexual misconduct, but was never found guilty. Yes, he was. I heard that like he was taking out his junk, like uh, and letting the girls in the front row grab it and stuff like that. Oh, who doesn't do that? I don't know if it's true or not. I'm always here's the thing though. Now I know there's an entire Netflix Netflix series called Yay. Surviving R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sir. And I watched one episode. And I, look, man. Um, maybe this is totally substantiated, okay? Yes. I don't know that much about R. Kelly, and I would just admit that I don't know. But however, however. Yes, sir? We've got a thing going on where successful black men Uh are finding themselves dead in jail, etc. Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. So when I heard about R. Kelly... now. R. Kelly might be the exception that proves the rule or whatever. Yes. I was highly s- skeptical. Yes. I don't know. I, I but, but, you know, this appears to be a real situation, but so did Bill Cosby. And until, but I've seen some people kind of unpack that. And there's like, there's some questions about the Bill right. Cosby thing mm-hmm. as well. Um, again, please like, oh, fuck you. If you want to turn the podcast off and, and, and cancel me, do whatever, dude. I'm just, I'm just, Calling it like I see it, okay? He's a lot of I have an opinion. opinion. What? We will have none of that. <laughs> no. Nine, 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 nine. nine. <laughs> and there we go. And that's the way it goes. <laughs> what is, does that say cock in a bottle? Cork. Oh, if, sorry. If I could save cock in a bottle. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with, guys. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I used to sing, if I could save shit. In a bottle. And what would you, who, what, what what would you do with what was, it? Who said, that was, uh, That's Jim Croce. Croce. He's turning over in his grave. If Jim Croce were alive today, he'd be turning over in his grave. 
Okay, last one. <laughs> who, wants talk, who wants to talk about Ed Sheeran? No, nope. nobody wants Broke to. yet another streaming record, his latest oh, wow. collaborative album in this day in 2019. Yeah. Number six, collaboration projects, record of six, 69. Dude. There it is. Million there streams is. We in a this. month on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, happy whatever what? to you, fuckhead. <laughs> Fucko. Fucko. <laughs> fuckos. Did you guys, what was the last time you guys watched the original Dirty Harry? Oh, well, a, a while ago, yeah, yeah. He's like, like he just go. The whole movie is him going from one crazy, <laughs> like crime thing to another, mm. and him just doing like, like he, like he goes to a like a guy's going to commit suicide, mm-hmm. like and he climbs up and he like basically tells like you know you're a piece of shit. Why don't you jump mm-hmm. anyway? <laughs> but there's a nice. scene where he's chasing a guy. He's chasing some guys, and there's this guy walking his wife or whatever girlfriend across the street. Uh huh. And he nearly runs the guy over, and the guy gets all indignant because he really runs there. And Clint Eastwood ends up, yells out the window, "Go away, hammerhead!" Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you nearly killed the guy. Movies, movies every right to be pissed off. Yeah, at you. that's great. It's fucked up. American singer yeah. Earl T. Bill from the Silhouettes. Oh, the Silhouettes. Born this day in nine. 19- 1924. They were yes. doo-wop group. Did stuff like get a job. Um, what do you got? You want to talk about Screaming Jay? Who <laughs> <sing> about, <laughs> talk about Screaming Jay? I put a spell on you. Yep. Kevin, yeah. you want to talk about Screaming sure, Jay? Sure, why not? This day, 1929, Screaming Jay Hawkins was born. American singer, songwriter, musician, Screaming Jay Hawkins was born on this day. A Golden Gloves boxing champion at 16. Did not know that. He was married nine times, oh. fathered over 30 <laughs> children. <laughs> Good for you, dude. So, so he was brain dead. You wow. rock, dude. Spent two years in jail and was temporarily blinded by one of his flaming props on stage 1976. I thought he was going to say one of his wives. Well, I, I was expecting that too. He recorded <laughs> I Put a Spell on You in 1956, which was covered by many acts, including the animals credence clearwater revival and nina simone oh. and the sanderson sisters in hocus pocus oh, oh well okay then <laughs> he died uh february 12th 2000 at the age of 70 after emergency surgery for an aneurysm i mean after all he's gone through. how do you say <laughs> this i have no yeah. idea okay, so bunches <laughs> You want to talk about Ian Stewart? Ian Stewart, 1938, keyboard player go. for the Rolling Stones. Stewart died of a heart attack in his doctor's Harley Street waiting room on December 12, 1985. That's <laughs> so just close. Sad. He was so close. <laughs> uh, speaking of keyboards, yes. stay in 1939, Brian Auger keyboards. Uh, Julie Driscoll, Brian Auger, and the Trinity, the wheels on fire. Happy birthday to Brian Auger. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know this guy. Sure, everybody does. I didn't know his last name. Do you believe that? Until just now. No. Until just this minute. Wow. I was today years old when I learned. <laughs> exactly. 1939. On this day, Dion DeMucci. You're Italian. DeMucci. 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 Definitely DeMucci. Uh, American <laughs> singer and songwriter Dion. I'm just going to call him Dion. Okay. Best well, known. That's what he was known as. Exactly. Best known for his 1961 U.S. number one and U.K. number 11 single, Run, Run Around, Around Sue. He had 39 top 40 hits in the late 50s and early 60s as a solo performer and with the Belmonts and the Adele Satins. Satins. Uh, uh, Adele Satins. He was a doo-wop artist and reinvented himself in the 60s with Abraham Martin and John, which was a big, really big, uh, you can hear it on on an oldie station like any day of the week now. 
Do you want to talk about this guy or not? No. Okay. No. Mike Terry, our American saxophonist. That's Ooh, why I didn't want to say baritone, that. Baritone uh, <laughs> sax solos featured on hits of by Martha and the Vandellas. Oh, okay. The Supremes, Where Did Our Love Go? And as a member of the Funk Brothers. Yeah. The Funk There's a great documentary. Funk Brothers were the sort of like um, wrecking crew for Motown. Mm-hmm. They, they played on like all kind of things, but Mike Terry was one of them. Who wants to talk about Martha Reeves? 1941. On this day, 1941, Martha Reeves, American R&B and pop singer and former politician? Really? Interesting. The more uh, you know. Wow. Uh, she had... Um... <laughs> you have a little bit too much to drink tonight? Well, see, you Bones know... usually plays the trombone, but he picked up a trumpet. He's, He's learning. learning. He's still He's learning. learning. He's learning trumpet. He's still learning. Anyway, Martha was born on this day. She uh, she had uh, a couple of hits. Dancing in the street. <laughs> Dancing in the streets, the biggest one. Heat wave? <laughs> no, she heat wave. I don't know actually. Martha, yeah, Martha Reeves and Vandellas. Is sure. that her? Martha and the Vandellas. Martha and the Vandellas. Yep, yeah, that, heat yeah. wave. Yeah, okay. And we, we just mentioned that in the previous Mike Terry played. There you go. There you go. How I, isn't it ironic? Don't, don't you think? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Lonnie Mack, American rock, blues, country singer, guitarist in the 1960s, was a pioneer in virtuous rock guitar soloing. Mm. Recordings were pivotal to the emergence of electric guitar as a lead voice in rock music. For this, it has been said that he launched the era of the modern rock guitar. He scored the hit single instrumentals Memphis, Wham! Mack died of natural causes on April 21st, 2016, in a hospital near his log cabin home, 70 miles east of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I actually... Yeah? Was in a band, the first band I was ever in, covered a Lonnie Mack song. Really? To rock for country, to country for rock and roll. <laughs> there you go, then. I still Look remember the name of the song. I couldn't. Wow. I have to pull it up. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't know. Happy birthday, Robin McDonald. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny McCulloch from The Animals. Happy birthday. Yes, yes. Uh, Tim Lynch from the Flamin' Groovies, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Phil Harris, happy birthday. Wally Bryson Wally. from the Raspberry Raspberries. Raspberries. Oh, here's a good one, Lily. Glenn Hughes. Yeah. 1950 Glenn Hughes from American disco group The Village People. They had the hit singles Macho Man in the right. Navy Go West and the 1978 U.S. number two hit YMCA. The wrong Glenn Hughes. <laughs> right? That's who I thought, too. <laughs> I was, like, I was wait, so excited wait, for a minute there. Wait, they wait, should, wait, they wait, should, wait, both wait. Glenn Hughes should get together and they should tour. Well, they should you, do it. They can't. You know why? Well, well. Glenn's dead. Yeah. This Glenn is dead. AIDS? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, he died on the 4th of March, 2001. Yes. There, your little cursors in front the of The group's head. name refers to New York City's Greenwich. No, it does not. Village people? Uh, YMCA means Young Men's Christian Association. No, you dipshit. Village people. Village people. The oh. name village people. Oh. <laughs> they're not called YMCA. They're not no, called No, they're not that. called. That's the name of their YMCA. song. YMCA. It's like when people say Aerosmith. I like him. that song. Yeah. I did. Oh, I did that. Oh, yeah. Sure. There you go. YMCA. <laughs> Over at Roller Skate. <laughs> Richard Branson. Happy birthday, Richard Branson. I don't think we need Happy to go too birthday. many details. Richie Skaggs. Oh, Ricky Skaggs. I, I would have changed my name from Skaggs. Skaggs. That's a little. Skag. Yeah. Yeah. A great, like, multi-instrumentalist. Uh, he's on um, tons of records. Mandolin, guitar, banjo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, the song that by him that really caught my attention was Uncle, Uncle Pan. 
Uncle who? Uncle Pan. Uncle Pan? Uncle Pan. Mm. It's an old bluegrass song oh, that he just say. destroys. Just, oh. <laughs> just like he wipes his ass with that song. He's just, And he's got a great voice, great harmonies, like just fucking killer musician. Mm. Uh, Terry Chambers from XTC on drums. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Keith Le, uh, Levine, Levine from Public Image. Happy yeah. birthday. Nigel Twist. Yeah. From, from the, the Alarm. alarm. The drummer from go. the Alarm. I'm a big... We talked about yes. them on a... Bands that you may have forgotten about or haven't heard of. Um, happy birthday to Nigel Twist from The Alarm. What a name. Uh, Jack Irons to play with a bunch of people. Drummer. Sure. Uh, oh, my, God, oh my goodness. This Daniel De, De Los Reyes from okay. Zach Brown. Okay. Played with Zach Brown and a bunch of shit. And a bunch of shit. Oh, Darian. Oh, okay. Mal- sure. Malakian. 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 Who was he, Lily? He was from System of a Down, who had the 2001 U.S. number one album Toxicity and the 2005 U.S. number one and U.K. number two album Mesmerized. Yeah. Armenian-American. Heavy metal band. Interesting. Armenian-American heavy metal. That's cool. I did not actually know that. If you people think that, like, you know, come on, man. You know, come on. Where else on the planet Mm-hmm. Can you have like an Armenian heavy metal band right. and like they become fucking huge? Exactly. Come on, America. God bless fucking God America. God bless America. Whether you like it or not, kiss Men's my guys. ass. Guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. Go out, holy shit. I'm going to go outside and wipe <laughs> my mouth shit. with the American flag. What? Throw McDonald's containers out the fucking window. Get your Cadillac. Drive a giant fucking Cadillac. <laughs> and why, Lily? Because we have System of a Down. That's, That's right. Exactly it. Exactly it. <laughs> Woof! And you do not, whoever you are. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else. <laughs> just like, just, yeah, yeah, just calm down. We're having a good time. Calm down. All countries are it's great. We love you all. We love like, you. Just, we love you a long time. Fun. Fun. You know, go out and make love to your country. Find Ooh. your country's flag and jerk off in it, oh. and then you could make love to your country. That's yes. weird, but okay. But it's Ludini, so it's got to be right. You know, Can so I get an American be... flag vibrator instead? There you are. Because I feel weird about sticking the flag one. up there. Sticking the flag up, running up the flagpole. So yeah, exactly. Like, See? <laughs> but nobody ever does. <laughs> There's nobody in there. There's nobody in there. Waving. <laughs> little deeper. A little deeper. <laughs> oh, boy. Come on in. Beep, 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 back. beep. Yep. Mom back. There, that is funnier than you even know. I don't know. That's back. a whole inside joke oh, with somebody else. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, Lord okay, Jesus here, here's 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 the last joke of the night. Can two Asians make a white kid? Because the two Wong don't make a white. Why can't two Asians make a white kid? Because the two Wong don't make a white. That's right. And Folks, now we're off the air, guys. There you go. Thanks for sharing our last TikTok. few moments <laughs> with us. Mm. It's on TikTok. Oh, I mean, it has 200,000 200, fucking views. Like, come on. I can't share. Chill out. Yeah, if you're taking guys, yourselves that seriously. Hey, I know that guy. That's Lou. That's not. What happens if you say that and someone gets offended? Well, they can be offended. And there it is. Yep. What's wrong with being offended? When did sticks and stones made break my bones stop being relevant? All right, this guy's hysterical. Is that what you teach children, for God's sake? That's what you teach toddlers. He called me an idiot. Don't worry about him. He's a dick. <laughs> I'm a dick. There you go. Guilty as charged. Yes. Now you have adults going, I was offended. I was offended and I have rights. Well, so what? Be offended. Nothing happens. <laughs> You're an adult. Grow up. Deal with it. 
<laughs> okay. True. That's, that's great. So if you were offended by my the last joke we played. Cry. That's pretty much. Oh, that's we perfect. Do. That came yeah. right up. That came right up. It's like the universe was with me. Yes. Thank you, universe. Cry me a river and I will take a boat and have chips and literally eat snacks <laughs> while I'm rowing on Seriously, tears. guys. We, everybody in the world tears. needs to lighten the fuck up, dude. It, you're taking the shit way too seriously. Calm down. All right, guys, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Go check it out. You can get our entire, like, uh, well, for, first of all, we are shadow banned on YouTube. So if you want to see all our YouTube stuff, you want to relive these moments, um, you can get access to our complete YouTube archive. You can find out all about the past interviews I've done. You can get access to uh, some free music downloads, all kind of cool stuff at uh, uh, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Check out Wolf's Customs. Love those guys. Uh, get some custom artwork done on your musical instrument and rockrageradio.com download the app and you can listen to great music content 24-7 and if you're easily offended I I would imagine that like I'm not the only one who probably offends some people on there. Um, so we have uh, Lily. Would you want to you want to plug uh, Hot Licks? Yes, Hot Licks with Lily Six is my show. It's on Thursdays, uh, six p.m. Eastern time. Just get the app for free. Download it on your phone, or just go to RockRageRadio.com. I actually cannot remember who I interviewed, so I have to figure that out for this week because it's been a long weekend. And if you, anybody is going to the New Kids on the Block concert tomorrow, <gasps> I will be there. Dreamy, you got the right Good stuff. stuff. No. Lily, <laughs> can you know you turn me on? So I will be there on Tuesday, tomorrow. <laughs> Reliving oh my childhood. My. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Pittsburgh, Kevin, anything Hi. you would like to add to the dis- uh, to like maybe anything you have coming up? Anything you're going to do? Any women you're going to have sex with? No, no. What you know about? Oh. Not the women do, but I get the new couch tomorrow. America <laughs> is great. I get the new couch. You remind me of Antonio from Wings. I don't. Uh, Antonio Scabacci. What was his name? Scarpacci. Uh, uh, yes. Scrappachi. Scarpacci. I get the new new couch tomorrow. Scrappachi. So you want to come over to my house? Anyone out there? Come over. I have place for you to sit. Oh. Boy. Yeah, I can bang you if you're female. <laughs> I don't bang guys. No, don't bang the guys. I don't bang the men. No, no, no. That's a men do not get the banging. No, what sorry, I get. sorry about that. But no, no man. men can no have man. the banging. No, women yes, men no. All right, guys. On that happy note, um, I'm trying to think note. of anything else I could add. But I think that we've pretty much covered it all, and we've probably pissed everybody off. You're welcome. So, all <laughs> right, guys, welcome. have a wonderful week. Um, hold a second. I should get. I should tell you all, y'all. Yeah. What we're going to be talking about on next week's show? That'd be nice to know. So I could prepare five, <laughs> minutes, five minutes before the show. Yeah. That's yeah. your favorite thing. <laughs> next week favorite is seven twenty-five, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Next week is going to be a fun show when rap. When rap. When rock goes rap. Okay. Ten bands that got rappers to headbang. Oh, is this... Um, well, we'll talk about it. We, we don't have to worry about it. So there are... So rock, rack, 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 rap, 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 Sorry, I got excited. Yeah, it's cold. So, I got um, excited touching my own boobs. We this all was, did. I'm like, wow. This was a thing that happened. Yes. And I think that it is a... Um, I think mm-hmm. it's a... Mm-hmm. I think we can look back at it as a kind of novelty. Mm-hmm. 
right? It's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm a, um, it's fascinating when you listen to Octane um, on Sirius, which is the new hard rock, like how much current hard rock really is influenced by hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has mm-hmm. hip hop grooves and, 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 you know, rap type things. And very interesting. So we're going to be getting into all that next week. Guys, have a great week. Yes. And we will catch you all on the next Ludini. Oh, yes. On. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> we'll catch you all on the next Ludini Rock Girls. Get go. the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>